everybody, this is Todd McFarland at the DC Multiverse, and you're listening to DC Collective Cast. Welcome to DC Collecticast, talking action figures and collectibles from the DC Universe. I am your host, Benjamin David. Today we're covering the unfortunate, yet very understandable news of San Diego Comic-Con getting cancelled. You can find the show you're listening to now on iTunes, the Anchor app, Spotify, and more pod places. Again, we are DC Collecticast. Subscribe, rate, review really helps us out on iTunes. Uh, We are at DC Collecticast on Instagram and Twitter. Find me, Benjamin David, at Benjamin of David on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, feel free to DM us or email us with questions for a Q&A. And again, we are at DC Collecticast and BatmanBeyondPod at gmail.com. That's BatmanBeyondPod at gmail.com. Uh, we are part of the CBI network at ComicBookINTL on all social media, as well as uh, YouTube. Uh, don't forget to check out my writing at Collectible506.com. That's Collectible506.com. Again, my name is Benjamin David. SDCC, the mothership, crazy. I heard about it from Caster's Corner, that's casterscorner.com, Khalil, uh, from his at Caster's Corner Instagram profile. Caster's has been on the show a couple times now, um, but it was crazy because I saw it on his Instagram just minutes before recording with today's guest, a longtime friend of the show, another recurring guest, at Toyshiz on Instagram. Uh, Toy reporting master, originally Toyshiz, was joining us for an upcoming Patreon-exclusive pod interview. So shout out and many thanks uh, for his extra time on this heartbreaking, yet again, understandable news of Comic-Con's cancellation. So thanks again, Toyshiz. Um, here are full talk today on Con, and then stay tuned for the DC Collecticast Patreon-exclusive with Toyshiz from the same recording. We covered the Mesco 112, uh, excuse me, 112 Collective Ascending Night Batman figure. Thing is gorgeous. And this incentive pod is only one of many in our new lineup of upcoming patron-only interviews. Uh, We got House of Geekery. He's from the Comic Collectors Guild. If you're into the old-school Kenner stuff, he's Kenner all the way, Kenner Batman. Um, We got Ahsoka the Geek, just toy reporting masters. Uh, And then again today with Toy Shiz, uh, so stay tuned. And back to Comic-Con, as Toy Shiz says today, uh, we'll be getting back to con in some form or another, virtual or otherwise. And you'll get even more content from us than ever here at DC Collecticast. All right, guys, so no Q&A today. Uh, This discussion about Comic-Con was completely unexpected. So editing and logistics uh, to do a last-minute show kind of took time away from putting a Q&A together. Uh, But we will be doing a live Q&A this week on our Instagram, as always, uh, at DC Collecticast. So stay tuned for that, and feel free to reach out, as always, for the next week's uh, Q&A. Next week, we'll return uh, with our most recent format of Carl from the Play With It podcast for the first part and then the Q&A in the second part. So uh, follow their show on Instagram. That's at Play With It Podcast Show. And subscribe to the Play With It podcast wherever you listen to pods. So you guys are going to notice today with Toyshiz, uh, we are now using Zoom. I upgraded my internet and my voice as a result is crystal clear with a new sound system. So you can... Look forward to, if you've been in the past couple episodes, been like, oh my god, Ben, your voice sounds like C-R-A-P, because <laughs> you can't say crap, apparently. Uh, it has. So now I figured it out. I've had the equipment to do all this, but I couldn't find a system. Now Zoom is solving our problem. So the next two eps with Carl will be the last uh, from the old sound system. So from now on, it'll just sound like today's with Toyshiz after that. All right, collectors and citizens of the DC Universe, Wash your hands, stay safe, and keep collecting.
All right, welcome back to DC Collecticast for the many unth time. Toy Shiz, good friend of the show. Say hello. How are you? Thanks for having me back once again. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, How you been? Good. Are you holding up? You okay? Yeah, I mean, I was just gonna say it's uh, it's good to hear a voice like yours on the show, especially now. Uh, so, you know, once again, you've been on the show so many times, a uh, good friend, and like it's just a bizarre time and that's what we're gonna uh you know not focus on too much per se but uh do have some crazy news yeah we're gonna talk about very much toy related yeah most definitely you know it's it's um i'm pretty sure no one expected no one could have understood nor expected the extremity of everything happening but now when everything like the dust is a little bit settling now we're starting to see how affected everything it's not just the toy community <laughs> everything entertainment yeah, you know the the world you know it's um it's it's a shame it's it's insane but it's the way things are going right now i mean that is the biggest like that is it that's the mothership of comic-con you know it's it's yeah i've i've been i've been telling everyone that this what's happening in the world is like it's like a horror movie but it's like a really slow and boring horror movie very because it's (laughs) and and unfortunately it's like it's that movie where it's it's like nothing happens and at the end the very end you're like oh everything is actually bad that's that's (laughs) not a good ending and i'm you know as we get nearer to that it's like oh it's looking and comic-con is you know that being canceled now is it's not a shock and i'll be honest uh i wasn't really looking after this i wasn't really looking forward to walking around a a convention it's it would it seems odd it seems odd and there's always that to think about yeah you know i was calling it like covid you think you think con crud is bad covid crud will kill you (laughs) (laughs) it's uh uh, yeah it, it would be it'd be so because i mean one you couldn't get people there countries people from other countries so that's not fun that's not fair um exclusives you know unless you know they already have a made or they're being produced there's I mean, a chance. trailers publicity movies yeah. nuts but thank god we have the internet where everything can be shown digitally it can yeah. it can still be a thing um but that's it's a it's an odd metaphor to look at in terms of how life is going it's like it's all gone on the internet we just sit at home we're kind of like that movie with bruce willis you know it's uh everybody has the duplicates <laughs> and you sit in a chair and your duplicate goes out and lives oh, yeah. a I never life you know yeah yeah surrogates that's the one um it's a it's a good movie and it's uh, i watched it again the other night i'm like that's <laughs> it's kind of wild to see um you know, we're sending, essentially we're watching, we're just sending out a, a digital duplicate to, um, to, to stand in for us at the moment. But um, no, I think that, I, I think it won't be like huge. It won't be like, I don't think it's going to go like exactly how we want it to go. But I would say maybe a few companies here and there, they can show, you know, you can see slides. You can say, this is what's coming. This is what we had planned. Of course, they can do that. Exclusives are going to go either way. Um, they can do it online that's an option but it all depends on if they were made in time or are they being hindered now you know this is around the time where 
they should be getting produced and finalized. So that's, um, you know, I mean, Comic-Con's only uh, three months, well, two and a half, three months away, so. Yeah, and, you know, speaking of the digital delivery, first of all, yeah, I keep saying this, at least we have this, at least this thing has fallen at a time where there is this other digital world that is like almost a total outlet. Yeah, people would be losing their minds. To, right. if, if the, you know, it would, it's one thing to say, I have to stay at home, but, it, you know, oh, I have the internet and Netflix and Disney Plus and <laughs> countless video games to catch up on. And, you know, it's, right. you have these things that are accessible when you can't go out. But if you didn't have these, like think of 1918 with the Spanish flu, you know, it, yeah. uh, that, I mean, uh, people kind of went out. That's how it spread a little bit worse, but um, there's nothing you just you just stay home you go to work that's that was what you did (laughs) (sighs) they didn't have these luxuries um back in the day but as unfortunate as it is we all saw it coming and it just it wouldn't be a a normal convention everybody would be on edge everyone i mean despite the fact like a lot of people not being able to come think about all the people in other countries who have certain regulations and lockdowns and all that kind of stuff going on who can say that they'll be ready to go and and why would we want that coming here? What if, you know, it starts all over again? So it's just not a good idea. No. It's, it's better to cancel it. And it'll be, it'll be so much better next year. It'll be that much better yeah. for next year. It'll, you know, booming. San Diego will be, you know, booming. So it, and hopefully in a good way. <laughs> not, not, in the, not in the bad, infectious way. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah, for something like that, it's just that really does drive home for our world. You know, we're not sports people, right? So, I mean, you might be. I don't know if you are, but I, I, I mean, I, I watch sports. I pay attention to them, but I'm not. I'm not the sports guy. No. Yeah. So it, let me to go out on a limb and say most of our listeners, many of them, let's say, are not sports people. But we're also mm-hmm. not idiots, and we can see like when basketball shuts down, it's like holy. That's yeah. That's that's the thing. It's crazy. Well, even what they did recently, just a couple of days ago, with the WWE, you know, they they had to cut a good chunk of the wrestler, a big a big voice in the community for collecting and action figures. You know, Zack Ryder, uh, the wrestler. He he unfortunately uh, was let go for now, and and hopefully. You know, it, it, it does, you know, they, they fix that or, or they, they start something anew, but um, it affects everybody in some way, shape or form. And it's, it's unfortunate. And this is like the ultimate one for nerds. Like this is such a reminder of going like, <laughs> you know, it's all, yeah. it's all on hold, but it's all for the best. And I think the fact that something this big is on hold is for the best that it just drives home. I should say more the idea that well i'll tell you that if if you know i had a couple things that was planned and also being talked about and everything else i'm sure those are not going to fly now but what Mm. could fly is using you know say toys or any number of other um you know let's say toy outlets something like that and continue comic-con in a way on 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 the social media on that Mm -hmm. um that would be engaging the fans that would be fun so 
you know, that would right. be, uh, I think, a good idea. Well, and I was actually about to kind of turn it a bit positive on that exact topic of going like the virtual options that we now have. It's so funny that not funny in like the worst way, but so all of this lined up crazy. Uh, right before talking to you, read the Comic Con news, reposted it from Caster's Corner, who strangely enough you <laughs> referred me to. So oh yeah, he's awesome. I see the Caster's post, repost that on DC Collector Cast. Uh, then call you right before all of this though for hours ago uh, I got a text from my boss who does uh, he's a camera guy uh, but now that you know he's and he owns a production company like legit Emmy winning camera you know em, uh, sorry editing and like legit TV level dude um, uh -huh. clearly shut down with no shoots in terms of his shooting it's like his business you know yeah plummets uh but he's also a vj so he can like he sets up this perfect like background of and he's set up in like the past month pretty much what is you know uh, a, a vj potential business online mm -hmm. where but now so he starts getting and you know in that he's now reaching out to people or people are reaching out to him um and this dude today had this con that he set up and it was just the, the most like thrown together thing. And it was called like COVID con <laughs> and just got these. And I hate to say it, but it's just, and, and I'm not trying to like crap on him, but it, it just seemed to be very not thought out and just yeah. thrown together just because you can. But I think the positive of that is that like, if someone like that can do that or if not someone, but if something like that can get put together um, in that amount of time and, you know, you have the possibilities of doing like live entertainment virtually, it is an interesting thing. And at least we have that to look forward to in terms of possibilities for San Diego. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I don't think that, you know, comic-con is just going to go away they're not going to be like oh well comic-con's not happening you can't no. actually go there uh th th there will be something I'll, I'll have something you know to, it'll it'll be fun and it, and it always is and so you shouldn't think oh they're not going to show this and i gotta show it. that'll do something companies that you want to see will do something because it is such a draw and you have to keep some semblance of it going you can't just say all right you know, forget it. We'll see you all in 2021. You know, it's not, it's not a thing, nor, you know, they're going to try still, there's still money to be made and that's good, you know, cause you're still promoting, you're promoting the economy, you're getting things rolling and you're not letting people uh, expire in the sense of uh, they, they're, they're not happy with the things they're going. You're not going to get your fix of entertainment. So it needs to happen in some way, shape or form. And we'll have more news on that later. I guarantee that they've been thinking about this for quite some time and making the necessary road adjustments. You know, this is a decision that you can just take lightly. This is a huge economic boom in the summer for especially San Diego itself, you know, millions and millions of dollars made just in those four or five days. So. Yeah, at least. And the other thing too is like the publicity it's a publicity event as much as kind of like a um, seasonal benchmark of release dates for a ton of stuff. 
Yeah. Right? So it's like all that, none of that's going away. All the trailers that all the Comic Con trailers, all the Comic Con, Comic Con, Comic Con. Think about how much stuff you've been introduced to at San Diego Comic Con. If you've never gone, you've still gotten like I've never gone to San Diego, and all the news that I've ever gotten in my life, it's the internet. Like, and all that stuff. Yeah. At least what we have too is a cycle in terms of calendar date of stuff that's been shot. You know, it's yeah. Like, we don't know how long this might go. And if things, that's the other problem too. Like nothing is getting shot right now. And like, again, this is the least of problems in terms of planetary and uh, morality of thinking about humankind of being uh, an epidemic. But in terms of entertainment, in terms of entertainment in San Diego Comic-Con, the problem is that um, stuff has not, stuff has not been shot or stuff is, is not being shot. Currently. So at least for this yeah. con, uh, trailers and whatever else. Um, and then we have the internet. Yeah. You also have to think, though, is that, um, you know, stuff that, like you're saying, being shot and everything, stuff that would have been promo or something that would have been getting a trailer together. If, if prior to, let's say, well, the beginning of March, you know, if, if they have it, if they have it shot, then you should be relatively good. If you had planned to do anything now, it's going to be a little bit harder. And I think you'll see a lot of people at their home keeping in that uh, style. You know, people behind movie stars being like, hey, everybody, you know, we're at home. And people are understanding. I mean, this is the way it's, it's going to go. It's not good. A lot of people were commenting like, well, by July, this will be over with. Well, you can't. Like, what are we all going to do? We're going to stand outside the convention hall and wait. And we'll go, uh, okay, I think the virus is relatively gone. Let's open, you know what I mean? It doesn't work like that. You can't, uh, <laughs> as, as ideal as that may sound. But, you know, it's, it's, um, it's one of those things where, again, there will be content. There will be something to do, something to see, something to show off. And it will be interesting to see how companies adapt to it. It'll be a new, really a kind of a new way to look at entertainment. We have to do it. Or else, you know, there's, there's really nothing to show. So in that sense, I'm very excited to see how they're going to do it. But whether it be from a toy company, you know, everyone loves seeing what Hasbro, NECA, McFarlane, everybody has on display for Comic-Con. It goes Toy Fair, and then it goes Comic-Con. You get your two main aspects of the year with little, uh, you know, news sprinkled in between throughout the different months. But I'm sure... Again, we'll see. We'll see something. It, it should be fun. Now, as far as exclusives go, I don't know. <laughs> right. I was just about to say, like, what do you think we would have? And even if not exclusives, like, what just would have been the kind of uh, let's call it Toy Fair reveal? What would have been the uh, Comic Con reveals? Probably. You know, it, I mean, I can't, I can't speak to like exactly being shown off, but you know, when you you hear certain things and, and you get excited, but another let's say this in terms of not even yeah, no i'm also not asking yeah. you for exact information <laughs> i don't want to uh, oh yeah a confidential no, I, or whatever but no but i'm saying like um you know something that we do know about and something that's heavily hinted at being around the time of comic-con was mm-hmm. let's say the hasbro's um has lab you know crowdfunding mm-hmm. um there's that you know if, if that's still in within the timeline of being produced and, and everything else if not if you know, a lot of people think this has set everything back. Even stuff, you know, toys, a lot of things are made overseas. 
And that's being affected too. The United States is not the only thing being affected. So everything is being affected in some way, whether in timing or production or something like that. But if, um, if the timeline works out, if it's still on par to be debuted in that sense, you could have that, yeah, a crowdfunder pop up for HasLab. So that would be, that would be fun. You make that part of an online experience for SDCC. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, I guess if we just think about it like you would with, think about it like you would with uh, film right now is like going, we're in this post-production mode. It's all we can do. Yeah. You know, in terms of creation, the one thing you can do is animation. Yeah. You can, and I really do believe now this is going to be just if slash when we come out of all this, it's, people are going to have a much different view. I think probably it'll go back to more normal than maybe we expect, but I I do think that like in a good way, but I think that um, also we're always going to have in the back of our mind, these other alternatives. And one of them, uh, I think animators are really going to start because all you need is a voice and a computer and you you're good. That's, that's exactly right. Art and creativity has never never been more poignant when you know the physicality of something uh, is is just not an option mm. and in saying that you know even i spoke to um todd mcfarland in an interview and he was very you know very much in, in saying that the comic book industry is uh, it's on its head right now and they shouldn't have gotten to that point much like a lot of things going yeah. on you know not just saying entertainment wise but even in government you know things people needing a checks, you know, it, it's, it's hindrances that we put too much emphasis on with a one way in one way out sort of deal. And now we're seeing the repercussions, but in going with the comic book industry, you only need someone that can draw it, ink it, color it if you need be, and you don't have to print it. You put it online. It's mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, action figures to so a degree. True. Very true. Yeah action figures to a degree can also be done the same way. Those that do 3d printing, I think you'll see an increase of, of that as well. People really uh, learning how to figure, I mean, I, I would love to, I don't know how people even get to that point. You know, you have to have all the dimensions and the files and like all that stuff. And then the actual machine, of course, but it's fascinating to see. I have a couple 3d printed things. Um, that is also, it, it won't be, the same quality as say a, a overseas factory but it could get to that point over time i don't i hope that everything in the world doesn't last that long you know what i mean to, to where we're you know <laughs> cobbling together um, our own you know collectibles at that point but there there like you said there's lots of of creativity and art and people creating videos you know uh, one of these videos i love you know, my family loves is uh, it's like a workout a spoof video about you know COVID-19 and it's it, this actress a comedian kind of person and it's funny it's 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 something to do because there's not a whole lot going on it, you're just kind of going day by day <laughs> yeah. and working and and you make content and it's enjoyable for people and you just keep making it <laughs> otherwise <laughs> you're just bored to death you know oh yeah I'd be losing my mind if I wasn't constantly making stuff right now 
that's the thing is like, you know, very, and, and, and a lot of people, for those that can't, it's not a problem, but you have the, um, you have the ability to watch and understand and get into it via someone else that's, that's making this content. And that's fun too. You know, you can discover old things, new things. And, you know, it, there are, it was, again, we were so fortunate to live at a time where we have these billion, billions of, of outlets <laughs> to go and figure it out. And I you know I'm, I am not, I'm, I guess you use the word like rediscovering like old toys in my collection. That's a big thing that I've, yeah, so let's uh, bring it, you know, direct into toys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so what have you been doing with toys and what do you think about with toys? You're, you're, you're digging in the old stuff? Yeah, I, I, when, this, when this occurred, you know, I'm one of those people where uh, I don't like being sick. I'm very much a uh, baby and a huge baby when I get sick. Okay. This is not something that I want to ever get. I don't want my family to get I want friends yeah. to get I want anybody to get this, you know? Yeah. So I'm very much in that vein of I'm just staying home. I, I, I've been out, I'd mm -hmm. say uh, three times, I think total. And that was to go grocery shopping. You know what I mean? And, and I haven't been to like a target <laughs> I was joking with somebody the other day. I'm getting like the, the target withdrawals, you know. Oh and, my god, me too. But it, and and I I made the decision with with myself and with my social media that I used to post all the time. People going out to stores mm -hmm. and finding things, and it's fantastic. It was great, you know, helping a lot of people. And that's the point mm -hmm. is knowing. Okay, my state has them. Maybe I'll start looking. Oh, my city has them. I'll start looking. Um, but I told everyone I go look. It's unfortunate, but when you have a social media channel or you have a YouTube channel or you are that, that type of, I'm not saying I'm, I'm, you know, this, this huge, huge thing, but when you get to a certain point and you see, you affect people, it would be irresponsible on my point, my, my uh, point to uh, post that, you know, and say, okay, uh, Florida, mm -hmm. this city has got these uh, things that this Walmart and then, you yeah, know, people the grab store. their car keys. Yeah, exactly. People grab their car keys and run. And right. I do the same thing. When I see people go, hey, I just found this like alien thing at Walmart, you know, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> it's a, it's a natural, we've, we've gotten so get accustomed. Up, but no. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We, and we're so accustomed to that. Yeah. So again, for me to do that, I wouldn't feel right. It wouldn't, it's not, no, it, I, that's good. I can't do that. I can't do that. And I I'm, appreciate everyone who understands. I know a lot of people you don't, and you're still going to go out and that's your prerogative, but you have to understand it's not just you. It's a lot of people, you know, it's, it, you have to think about other people and, and that's just it. And there's by now. And the thing I've been like telling you about, you know, I use the hashtag collect at home. And nice. I'm saying like, you got stuff at home and we all have, we, by now we should have a lot. <laughs> so much and i'm going i'm going back and i'm pulling out spawn figures like i was telling you i'm pulling out invader zim you know i was talking to somebody yesterday about justice league unlimited those are unfortunately i can't get to those right now they are put away but i i wish i had my i have the whole justice league unlimited justice league batman animated but they're all in one like you know to put away in a tub and i i can't get to them unfortunately because uh you know you can't go visit family it's not recommended but um oh, man it's rough you know it's but it, there's plenty of stuff here yeah, <laughs> that i right. can i can you know go over and go through and and also take advantage of the fact that maybe people don't know that um 
this Marvel Legends figure was a thing or this DC animated figure was a thing or, or, or Spawn or anything else. Um, and that's what, that's why I have fun doing because I grew up with this stuff. I grew up collecting. Uh, I know way too much about it, way more than any normal <laughs> person should know. So why not put it on a video and, and get the information to somebody? <laughs> well, I think that's what it is. If you have the information, you endless videos. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's fun too. And, and even like looking at old figures, you know, it's fun to go back and go like, Oh, you know, I liked it way back when I see the problems with it now, but it's still, it's the memory of it, the story behind it. And um, it, it's fun to put that, in a video that people will watch. Even if one, two, three per people watch it, it's still fun to make and it keeps you busy because there's nothing else going on unless you can, you know, you work, for, I'm lucky enough, I get to work from home as it is. I do that, mm -hmm. you know, but it, it's, <laughs> it gets boring real fast. There's a lot of hours in the day and you really feel them all now. <laughs> yeah, don't you? What's up, collectors? Benjamin David here, your co-host. I uh, just wanted to play a little something from our other podcast here at the network, the Comic Book INTL Network, uh, the Above and Batman Beyond podcast, a pretty shway show devoted entirely to the futuristic Bat Beyond. So it's all about Batman Beyond. If you're a Batman Beyond fan, Batman the Animated Series, DCAU, all that stuff, check it out. Uh, really talented co-host, Eli Benson, at Batman underscore beyond underscore fan page on Instagram. And here's a little something from the Above and Batman Beyond show. Mr. Wayne wants to offer you a job. A job? It's not much, mind you. For what Batman Beyond means to us here at the show and the network, it's that much more heartwarming and reassuring that you guys recognize our labor of love. So much so that you're willing to support us with those hard-earned creds. Just go to patreon.com slash Podcast, and as an ally of the show... An ally, as it were. For your much appreciated support, we reward you with Batman. <laughs> a patron-exclusive interview from New York Comic Con 2019 featuring Will Friedel, the voice of Batman, Terry McGinnis. To become an ally, it's just $1 a month, that's 25 cents an ep, a quarter an ep, and then you instantly unlock an interview with Terry McGinnis, Batman, as well as James Tucker, uh, producer and director and storyboard artist from Batman Beyond. A dollar a month, 25 cents an app. And keep in mind, all Patreon exclusives are going to be interviews and not discussions to keep that support worth your while. And that's just one tier of what you can do for Mr. Wayne. Become an all-access ally for a dollar an app. that's just $4 a month, to unlock exclusive bonus episodes such as BTS Batman Beyond 20, going behind the scenes with fellow journalists on meeting and interviewing cast and crew of Batman Beyond at New York Comic Con 2019. At the all-access level, you guys also instantly unlock the complete post-archive of our first 20 interviews, no longer free, plus everything in the previous ally tier. And we haven't even talked about what you can become at the $10 level as a patron beyond. To find out, go to patreon.com slash batmanbeyondpodcast. That's patreon.com slash batmanbeyondpodcast to see how much more we can offer you as a patron and what you can do to continue the mission of Above and Batman Beyond. I think I can handle it. Very good then, Mr. McGinnis. Welcome to my world. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's unfortunate, but, um, yeah, and, and you know, I, I, 
I've been going on eBay. I've been going on Mercari. I get things sent directly to me. That's fantastic as well. Some pre-orders came in, you know, from Amazon and stuff. And there's ways to collect, you know, you don't, yeah. th there's really not that much stuff anyways out there. I mean, people are nice. They still stand. I go, well, I'm so happy you found it. Um, but there's really not a whole lot going on anyways. A couple things came in here and there um, in the actual stores. But again, it's, it's important to say, you know, you can go out to get the food and essentials. If you go to Target, then look, why not? You know, that's, you, you're going there anyways. But to say you're going out just for that, it, it, come on, mm, it's, yeah. it's not worth it. It's not no. worth it. Not right now. Not right now. It shows that you're a good guy acknowledging, even acknowledging that you have that influence. And it's good that you also read even further into and sympathize with the psychology behind when a collector sees a post and has yeah. to go. Well, I mean, for, I mean good. of course, first and foremost, I'm, I'm the exact same way. I've been that way for years. Somebody tells you the new wave of something just came out. It's at this store and you're like, oh my God, I live like two miles from there. You go, <laughs> you know, you jump in the car and you go because yeah. we've become so um, imprinted on that way of thinking. Now, I'll be honest with you, you know, where it goes from here is anyone's guess, you know, like um, you have the McFarland toy, the, the spawn Kickstarter, we'll say, you know, that's going to go online because right now there's no spawn in the stores. Um, but then, there, like I said, there's not a lot in stores. This is not going to show up until fall, uh, you know, around Christmas time anyways. But it's it's done deal. You don't have to go anywhere and you can go and do other, you know, you don't have to go around the stores. You don't have to go spend gas and time even outside of a pandemic, you know, it's just done. And I'm a huge of, of going to the store. I love, nothing's better than going to the store and finding that, or it's yeah. discovering something, you know what I mean? Like you never had any inclination that it was out. You go to the store, it's sitting on the shelf and you lose it's your mind. Like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. But it's kind of the way things are going. And as much as I want to fight back against it and push against it, seeing exactly what you're getting, you know, for a, for a Kickstarter or crowdfunding or whatever. And then you just, you click a button, it takes it from your account. You're, you're done. You forget about it. It shows up. Now there's many different problems with that. You have to delivery of it. You know, you gotta make sure, you know, everything on their end goes smoothly, but for what we've seen so far, for the most part, like with Java sale barge with Haslab, it went hmm. great. You know, it, it, for the most part, I think, I think the main snag with a few people was that their boxes got damaged or something happened along the way. Maybe it got thrown at, you know, like male people are not always the, the, the most uh, kind to packages. Let's no. just be honest. But um, you know, in that sense. So I would say that largely the experience for funding a, a giant job of sale barge like that, went over without much, much of a hitch, you know? So I think it works. And I, my hopes is that for the McFarland Kickstarter, based on what he said in the interview, based on his uh, you know, track record, I would say we're in good hands. You also have the Unicron coming from Haslab. You have NECA with their uh, awesome Ninja Turtle loot crates. I know not everyone's a big fan of loot crate. Loot crate, we tried for Easter. You know, I don't know if you saw my unboxing, but I was like, no. uh, we tried, we tried. <laughs> um, but in knowing exactly you know what you're getting 
in, in the sense of a loot crate, I think that that's, that is something I am more interested in. You know, I don't like this whole like blind box. That's not my thing. It's, it's a younger audience uh, deal. Um, and it's fine, but it's not, it's not something I would ever um, want in the sense of, I don't like, if you're going to tell me there's an action figure in it, uh, it goes with your Ninja Turtle collection. We're not going to show you what it looks like, but it will be cool. I'm more inclined. I'd be like, oh, that's mm -hmm. fun. You know, you wait till mm -hmm. the thing. You're guaranteed, you know, it's going to be a multi, you know, articulated figure. It'll fit in right with the classic Ninja Turtles. Um, that would be smart so, to do so, for a loot so. crate, right? It would be like an, ex you could treat it like an expansion pack to like uh, one of those card tabletop games. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, even like, even the accessory packs, head packs, something like that would be, uh, would be a lot of fun. Um, that's why, that's why the McFarlane Kickstarter is fun as well. Like I funded it at the, the, the 160, we'll say. He does, he's had several stretch goals. Um, he likes to call them upgrades. <laughs> <laughs> I call it a spawn, spawn upgrades, which I mean, it makes sense too. But, um, you know, I just get to sit back now and every day you're like, okay, now you got metal chains. Cool. Now you get an extra head. Cool. Now you get this head, weapons, hands. And you're, you're just in it to win it at that point. It's a good value, I think, at the end of the day from where you started. So that's another good thing. But the Kickstarter took off exponentially without them ever thinking that it was going to grow that fast. And when it did, you could see that Spawn is still very viable. And it could go into other outlets. And toy companies can see Kickstarter or crowdfunding as a potential to get figures that retail would not accept or maybe an online.com would not accept. So, but here's a question. What about manufacturing during like, are they, are toys going to run into the same problem that film is where in terms of shooting, like, are, are they going to run out of footage? Are they going to run out of opportunity to manufacture more toys during this? I would say, I would say as far as what is like really being known or gone over right now, that manufacturing should be okay i know it's one of those things you know you're told let's say if they come from uh, vietnam or china or taiwan you know something like that um i would say that things are still in the process of being made and the factories are still in operational uh, but then you don't you don't know if uh that batch or that wave or you know they are the ones in production it could be something that was uh put on track back in November, December, it's now just being gotten to. So in that sense, I would imagine things will be pushed back. How far they're pushed back, that's, you know, that's the variable, the yeah. unknown. But um, something that came out, let's say for instance, that's slated for May, you, you know, you don't know. It could be August, September. You know, you gotta at least put a few weeks to a few months on top of everything. But it so. has for sure been, put to a stop during this right um i can't, i wouldn't say it's like total stop but I'm, yeah. I'm i'm sure there's some sort of hiccups yeah there's gotta be there's gotta <laughs> be right. there's, like, there's no way that could be un, unscathed um there's no way we can't toy get factories masks, are just like pumping out batmans like that's just not happening right now i just yeah i mean like i said if you can't get ppe masks and all that integral stuff for the medical community i don't think you know people are jumping to make uh you, you know the toy things turn on that's less right. anything you know yeah. so i uh what about you and, know, and TV, it's not to like rain on components. the uh, 
Yeah. yeah, totally. No, and it's not to rain on the um, crowdfunding parade because I do think that's what's really cool to do right now is, again, to mm-hmm. focus on creation and also focus on creation in a, in a different way. And let's also face it, like, back to the analogy and keep it with toys, but to movies of going, like, how long did we really predict that the theatrical model of release would sustain? Not to say that yeah. theaters would ever go away forever but you know what i'm saying it's like we kind of knew the theaters were in decline and i think any store brick and mortar that's been the case um so if you if you look at it in terms of and keeping it with toys and and looking at okay so you have the black widow movie and right around the time of like the beginning the first week of march the black widow action figures started to hit stores and people got them you're expecting the black widow movie to hit um what was it? It's May, right? Uh, or it was supposed to be. Um, you now have merchandise out for a movie that is now pushed back to November. So that's one thing. Ghostbusters is in the same realm. You have all these Ghostbusters. You have the, the retro. You got the um, six-inch line from Hasbro. You're also starting to see other repackaged movie props, like uh, Halloween. Let's say I'm sorry, Halloween type movie props like a ghost trap and a pke meter hitting and those are all of course you you make a deal with a with a with a retailer walmart target these are going to be out right in time for the movie lead into it get you know promotion going um ghostbusters is pushed back to next year 2021 and that you know a lot of some people message me they're like i don't want to like are you okay like you're still breathing. You know, I'm a huge, <laughs> I'm a huge Ghostbusters oh, fan. So I when know. I heard I mean, that, I, I, I was knew like, you were a fan. Oh. I didn't know that was yeah, like... yeah. It's um, so uh, as far as what's happening, and you're starting to see on eBay and things like that. Um, certain, let's say, comic book third party sellers do have these Ghostbusters in hand. So I wouldn't, it wouldn't begrudge me to say you're probably going to see these end up hitting stores anyways. Now, are they going to mm. carry over, maybe hold a few back for when the actual movie? I can't say. That's up to them. But essentially, you know, when the Black Widow comes out in November, let's hope that they have more, you know, more Marvel Legends to release around that time. So, because, you know, it's a, it's a very narrow time window of every couple weeks. It's a refresh, you know, especially, let's say, with Marvel Legends. There's so many waves throughout the year. And they got a hit, hit, hit in, in this sporadic thing. Whether they come back, yeah, they always, you know, they have an excess stock. They bring them back, repat, you know, when people need to, or stores need to re-up or something like that. But um, it's... It's such a weird thing to talk about. So these yeah. things are just ending up at Target sitting there during Corona, uh, like, uh, you know, business as usual in terms of shipping? Yeah, I guess I they would. would. Say, I would say, I don't, like, at this point, you know, but wait, like, let's, let's, let's rewind to a month ago, you know, things were still yeah. a little bit more up in the air. Right. But I would say at this point, it's kind of an unknown. It's like, yes, things are still coming out. Are they shipping uh, at a quicker rate? It seems like they're going normal, but at the same time, is every store going to get them? You know what I mean? It's one of those things. Do we hold off, uh, you know, for the, when the movie's, come out do we push them do we hold the stock and the answer is probably no they have to get stock out but in terms of if anything is coming in now um that's the question so you know are they are they replenishing 
uh, things that are supposed to come out now in May, uh, May, June, July. You know what I mean? So. I guess uh, to wrap up kind of the Corona stuff, it like, once again, we have a world where we have this online, not only outlet for, like you said, information and then entertainment, Netflix and stuff, but also the online uh, toy, you know, you can still order stuff. You can still all this crowdfunding stuff. Um, we got all that going on. So look into that. I also really want DC to do like DC has lab call it like the, I don't know, the justice lab or whatever. <laughs> and I like a whole line of Batman beyond figures, probably never going to happen. Right. But if you just throw that into one of those idea pools, like um, yeah i think that it, spawn is a, is a really interesting uh beginning to this because i'll admit you know i'm thinking you know with the new the new mortal kombat 11 spawn figure came out and it sold out like yeah and for me collecting spawn since series one since it came out years and years ago and then there was a huge gap where we got no spawn figures and then a few years ago we got these color tops uh figures there was um two of them and then a, a variant or two for those leading up to this just you know around january february that was like one of the first inclinations that we got spawned back uh you can have all your old figures of course sitting there but it wasn't until something we got something new having spawn fund fully fund and then hit a million bucks within you know a couple days really says that Right, that's something we should have mentioned here. Yeah, he raised yeah. a million bucks, right? Yeah, I mean, they're at, I think they're at 1.67 now, something like that. Good. It was 1.5 yesterday because they hit a new uh, stretch stretch goal. Um, and explain, sorry to kind of like yeah. stop you, but explain exactly what they're doing. Oh, you mean like in terms of like the Kickstarter itself? Like how it yeah, works? like how are they doing it? Because this now I'm fascinated. This is okay, 1.6? So God. Yeah, and the, I mean... In, in a time of, you know, nobody's working, you see that the money is still there. Now, and it, how long did that take him? Well, it got, uh, it was 12 minutes to reach the $100,000 goal. <laughs> they needed 100000 Obviously, you're going to get more, but it depends on how much you get. If you got five backers, then you make five figures. You know what I mean? Like, and, and that's, that's how it goes. It's not exactly like cut and dry like that, but I'm saying like you have, um, close to you know 1.6 million now you got thousands of backers uh you can you can fund it at at multiple tiers and tiers are you know you have a ten dollar tier you're just donating because you love spawn that you get a thank you at the end you know what i mean thank you so much you go the 40 dollar route there's three 40 dollar routes you get a figure and uh you know a couple extras here and there now because it's been so incredibly funded there's an $80 tier and there's a 160 where you're all in, you know, it's like Vegas, you're all in and you just keep <laughs> reaping the benefits. You know what I mean? Keep in mind, it's the prices plus shipping. So you pay shipping. If you live in another country, you, you, that's the best. I think that's the best part also is that people in other countries can get it. And that's awesome because oh, great. Yeah. a lot of times, especially with job as sale barge overseas, there's a ton. Like, oh, I'm you just mean using with crowdfunding specifically? Yeah, with crowdfunding, you know, Haslab. There's a there's so many Star Wars fans in Europe alone. 
they weren't they they didn't have it set for Europe. It was it was U.S. only. We're very oh lucky here God. in the United States. But yeah. then after it was funded, they opened it up and they got it to the you know they um uh, I would say they did a getting it over. Just to be quite honest, with you. you know I don't think everybody got one, but they had some that they could distribute uh, if you wanted to buy one if you were in Europe. Um, but this, uh, you know, they made a point like, you know, you have to pay for the shipping, but you know, you can get it if you live in France or if you live in Germany or, you know what I mean? Something like that. So, um, that's the good thing, but yeah, as they've got so much money, so extensively big, you do a thing called stretch goals. You hit a million bucks. Okay. Everyone who pitched already or has yet to pitch, you know, money to it you'll get an extra set of hands. You know what I mean? Hit 1.2 million, now you're going to get five heads instead of three. Hit this, hit that, and they, they've kept it going. So we're at 1.6, I believe, as of this uh, interview. I'm, like, looking it up. Um, but it's, it's, it's awesome. Wow. It's fun, and it's fun to do now. Because, there's like I said, there's nothing going on. There's no comic books being printed there's no it's almost like a video game watching your dude just get upgraded right kind of yeah yeah that's actually that's a good you know i mean it's just like you're just unlocking (laughs) it's on people are helping you unlock you know these uh these tiers and it's again there's not much to do yeah no if you really wanted to go out you can go to the store i don't recommend it they're at 1.5 1.5 still just under just under six but um it's something fun to do because there's nothing else to do for fandom, really. There's lots of stuff on YouTube. There's lots of old stuff to do. There's nothing new coming out. Movies, cartoons, you know, entertainment. It's all stuff we've grown up with, things that are relatively new, and we get to watch that. But this is a new thing, and it's fun. It's keeping us busy. So Yeah, there you go. All right, so do you want to wrap the Corona stuff and jump into Ascending Night? Yeah, let's do that. That's fine. All right, cool. Hey, everybody, this is Todd McFarlane. I got the DC Multiverse, and you're listening to DC Collector Cast. 